We are live, JW Megalike Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a tiki delight. Some special guests coming in through the station here shortly. Having some uh, surprise call-in guests. Getting geared up for a tiki delight for the holidays. As we're winding down the year and getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show. Lots of funny people coming through here. It's going to be starting at 6 o'clock. going to be doing the usual at Last Cafe. Open or er, uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. I don't know if that's going to get rained out. Typically we do it on the parklet. And lots of fun. Just had a Bottom of the Hill show last night. We've got some bands coming through Bottom of the Hill some coming weeks. A lot of fresh, freshly released material out. Just keeps on giving and giving. Comics. Artists of all kinds. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman thing. And we're going to be playing um, the Lamps' latest release. They're going to be coming through uh, Tiki Desk tomorrow. little afternoon show. We'll dive into a little bit more. Chopped us slow, the time going by. The birds, the sea, the fog, the rust, all around us. Oh, we're right on time to the beach where the people lie.
Is the lamps are going to be playing at the bottom of the hill uh, next next Thursday. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a great show. They're going to be ha- playing at Tiki Desk tomorrow as well it's for a little a teaser. Celebrate with tiki cheer The ending of this tiki year It's a tiki delightful Christmas So have a swinging tiki time Presents under the tiki tree Peace on earth for you and me It's a tiki delightful Christmas Aloha spirit is in the air Sweet Wahine's mistletoe Oh no, oh no, my ties float Celebrate with tiki cheer we are going to be hosting a SantaCon Tiki Desk concert for the last concert of the year. Tiki Desk concert of the Come out tomorrow to a SantaCon at Tiki Desk that we're going to be hosting for the last Tiki Desk concert of the year. 
going to have the lamps. We're going to have Jackie and the Moons. We're going to have Bromp and Miles from Country Risque doing a little duo. And we're going to have some comedians, a nice lineup of Anthony Mitchell, uh, Josh Kotsky, and Boris. Um, yeah, it's going to be really a very fun holiday Tiki Daz. This next uh, press release that I'm going to be playing is um, a band called The Sound of Animals Fighting. And this uh, is their latest single. That was just released yesterday, and it's called uh, Ape Shit.
stoner god don't you know that your mind and body are one stoner god it's amazing that when you look like that you stay in bed all day stoner god slow down i believe now in god since you say you fantasize about recapturing those glorious days stoner moments i fantasize about you stoner god you're amazing we could go outside or stay in bed all day Stoner God, slow down. I believe now in God since you and fairy tales. Yeah, movies about love. Bro thing down. You got the bro thing down. If you want me around, if you want me around, you don't have to ask. Stoner God, you lay it on with the face and the eye rolling. That is Daniel Bromfield. Um, Going to be coming through Tiki Desk tomorrow. Cool. He's also in a band called Country Risque. Before that, we had Ape Shit by the sound of the animals fighting. And we're 
You're up here in 420, taking a call at 420. Cool it down with some cool jazz. Mutiny Radio, this is the Candyman. Hey, uh, this is the Rivo. I'm Rivo and the Blunt. Rivo and the Revolving yep. Door here, calling cool. into Mutiny Radio. So excited to have you uh, on the show. I got to sit back here in the box with uh, Amy and Vadim and get hey, geared Rivo. up for, yeah, getting geared up for a uh, for a holiday weekend, I guess. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about yeah your latest uh, release here, which is very um, very cool. All is on Bandcamp. That just came out like recently. Yeah, I put it out on uh, I think November twenty sixth on Black Friday. That was Black Friday. Nice. Yeah, that's fresh. Yeah, so I gosh, I'm trying to remember the last time or the first time we crossed paths. I think was in an open mic somewhere. Oh, it might have been the Hotel Utah, I'm pretty sure. Because uh, you, you and I both have been going there for uh, quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So right. And, and I'm sure I've seen you periodic, uh, frequently at, uh, like, uh, Cap International when that was still going on. And uh, probably Neck of the Woods. Neck of the Woods. 
yeah, there's just such a great scene here for that, you yeah. know. It's really fun. Still waiting for Cafe International to come back, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I was just there. I'd walked by. Where was I? I went to uh, get some brunch at this place called Kate's Kitchen on in the Lower Haight, and I walked by International Ooh. Cafe, and I'm just like, man, what is this going to come back? I love, you know, what Clyde Oys is doing. Um, yeah, at the, yeah he's, a great, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's great. And also, yeah, Brendan, too, with the Hotel Utah, he's doing that. Um, he's doing piano at Amato's on, on Fridays and Sundays. Yeah, and right now uh, they are uh, in the midst of opening weekend for uh, Cat Robichaud's um, Misfit Christmas. Yeah, there's just so much so much action going on here. Yeah. Yeah. What, so, what do they do at Misfit Christmas? So it's uh, Brennan Gazelle's um, band, right? So is it a is it a David Bowie thing or is that something else? That well, he was part of a David Bowie tribute band a while back. Um, I think that might be long gone because he hasn't he hasn't mentioned it in quite a while. Although I do see Bowie shows. Popping up periodically with him. Yeah, so the uh, Misfits. But, uh, yeah, right now he seems to be focused mostly on the the happy hour shows, uh, cats <laughs> thing, and then of course our open mic. Yeah, the open mics are cool. The Amados. I don't know, Amy. Have you ever been to Amados? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's cool about uh, this? I have not. Oh yeah, and you as well. Yeah. So what's great about it is the mezzanine. So the Amados. The first time I went to a show there, I was like, "What am I doing here?" And they. I went to a basement and they had all the bands playing down in the basement. But where uh, Brennan Gazelle's doing the happy hour on Fridays and Sundays. Oh, wait um, a minute. Amato's, that, that's the place out on Mission. Yeah, yeah. It's on Valencia. I, I, yeah. I used to go there before it was Amato's. It used to be, um, I don't know, God, I can't even remember the name of the venue. Uh, it used to be a different venue. And it was a, uh, it was it was an interesting place because the main floor was like an antique shop. With, I'm not kidding, the most gorgeous bathroom you've ever seen. They do have a bathroom. I'm not kidding. The the bathroom looked like it was decked out from like the 1920s. It was just gorgeous. And then in the basement area, they used to have bands doing shows, and there was like a little mini bar down there. Yeah, you know what that... I can't remember what it used to to be called, though, because I used to go there a lot. Yeah, I wonder. You know what is? I don't remember that either. I've been in the city for 10 years, and I don't think I ever went there. Um, but I also lived downtown before, you know, I didn't, I'm in Bernal now, so I'm a little bit closer. And, oh, uh, Bernal Heights. Yeah. Jeez. I, 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 uh, some years back I hosted an open mic out there, um, just for, for a brief bit. It was a play, um, <laughs> uh, the coffee's supposed to help, but it's not, uh, <laughs> there was a, there was a cafe out there, uh, right at the sort of lower end of Bernal Heights. Jorge and, uh, we used to, cafe. we used to call it the Bernal Flats open mic. Was it Jorge Cafe? Oh, I think I think it was it was, it was Cafe George with a J. Yeah. Oh, I always oh, want yeah. to call it, it Jorge really, because the, the J is yeah, it was a really really <laughs> nice spot. Uh, great great open mic and uh, really delicious food. Uh, great food, great coffee. It's actually making kind of me hungry thinking it, about it. It was a bit of a trek. So Rivo, do <laughs> you do still play the market? When do you play? Are you playing the market? You have a show this weekend, don't you? Aren't you playing somewhere this weekend? Uh, this Sunday, I just landed a gig at uh, Farmer's Market. Uh, I'm going to be playing at the Farmer's Market in the Outer Sunset, which is uh, near 37th Avenue in Ortega. There's a north and south stage. I'll be on the south stage from uh, 1 to 3. 
And then I'm playing there again the following Sunday, and I think that one's from two to three. Same same place, South Stage. Nice. Yeah, very exciting, man. Hey, you know what? We're going to keep you on the line. I wanted to play one of these tracks off your new record. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular track you'd want everyone to hear? Uh, why not go with the title track? This whole album was a tribute to Stevie Wonder, and it was it was an attempt to kind of flex a different muscle. You know, I, I've been a songwriter for a while, but I've also frequently done covers, done arrangements of other songs. In fact, you mentioned the Hotel Utah. That's been a huge influence on just coming up with different songs. Like if I if I didn't write something one week, then I'll just come up with an arrangement of a song I haven't played before and, and try it out. You know, and it's just a lot of fun. And it gets you to re, to sort of fall in love again with songs that I've listened to all my life. But uh, yeah, go with uh, "Golden Lady" is is kind of the title track. Golden Lady. Yeah. There it is. Should be the second track on there. Second track, "Golden Lady." You got Rivo and the Revolving Door yeah. on the, the and air. And I, uh, we had a lot of different people uh, involved in this album. It went the most revolving door that I've ever gone before. In fact, uh, mentioning Farmers Market for a moment. The lead guitarist on that particular track is Kevin North. Oh, nice, uh, Kevin. Kevin North is the one who's uh, been uh, arranging all the music, booking all the acts and stuff for Farmer's Market, and various things associated with Sunset Mercantile. Yeah, man, doing so much. That's where I first saw you live, Rival, was at the market. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, so I'm just, um, just trying to play this track right now. Good old band camp. Mm -hmm. Don't let me down. That's some really nice music in the background. <coughs> Is that you? Interesting. Okay. Well, um, for some reason, um, band camp doesn't appear to be uh, playing the track. So I'm going to be crying. If you go on my Spotify. Oh, you're on Spotify uh, as well. Okay. You can try Spotify. I've got two singles from the album that I put out a while back, and uh, one of them is Smile, Please. You could do that one. Hopefully it's still up there. There it is. Yeah, there you are. Rival in the Revolving Door. What is this one called? So it's got the uh, the one with Saltwater, Saltwater Blues and all that? Oh, you're breaking up on me really bad. Saltwater Blues? No, that that's an older that's an older song. Yeah, which which one uh, off the on oh, Spotify? Uh, you should see a track called "Smile, Please," and that's one of the singles from this album. Oh, great! Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and play this, and then um, we'll get Bandcamp Friday rolling. Rival in the revolving door here at Muti Radio. Face up with 
That is Rivo. Rivo in the revolving door. We got Rivo on the line right now. Uh, yeah, good old. Uh, the guitar, lead guitarist on there, by the way, uh, is someone who's become a good friend of mine who's from all the way in Buenos Aires, Argentina, named uh, Juan Pablo Esmoclu. Oh, wow. And uh, I met him through uh, well, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Lady V, uh, Veronica, uh, who's, uh, done, uh, who's uh, set up a couple shows here in the Bay Area. And uh, back in 2020, uh, she and I were doing a, um, a Zoom concert series called uh, Lady V's Not Only Acoustic Show. <laughs> in fact, I think you, you might have participated in that once. I think so, yeah. yeah she's great. I used to host it, and uh, that's where we met. Uh, that's where I met Juan. I mean, he's such a great guy. And uh, the bass player uh, throughout the album is a guy named Mike Sweetland, who I actually never met in person, but we have talked on the phone. And uh, everybody recorded via social distancing, uh, more or less. Uh, I had a couple people come over and record tracks, but most of it was just uh, sent online. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and my drummer is uh, Ben Peterson, who's been with me since the beginning. Really, really great guy. Um, the whole purpose of Revolving Door was to literally be a revolving door. You know, I had a core group of people at my uh, behest all the time, but uh, it, it left open so that I can bring in different people. To this yeah, it's good. It's got a, you know, it's a double, or wow, it's an entendre that ever ends. Yeah. It's a revolving door. <laughs> That's great, man. That's a genius, uh, that's a genius name. It actually uh, it came about uh, back in like 2015. I had my first real gig uh, under under the name Rivo, and it was in Oakland. And I had a couple of friends backing me up as a band, and I thought, well, we need a name for the backing band. And at the time, I called it Rivo and the Company Picnic, which <laughs> sounds kind of silly, but... Uh, at the time, at the time, uh, somebody uh, in the band said, uh, you know, there's this you call it the revolving door, and I said, you know, that's actually a better name, so I changed it to revolving door. Yeah, it's great. It's so got we're, a better ring to it, I think. It does. Yeah. What is a? Uh, what is the um? What place in Oakland did you play for your first? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm having memory problems all over the place here. Um, it was in Oakland. It, it, it uh, I know it was on Telegraph Avenue. I, I can't remember the name of the venue because I think they closed down some years ago. It might have reopened. Um, yeah, I honestly, I honestly can't remember where we played. What it, if was, it was the Avenue. It was an okay show. You know, I, I, oh. I played at that particular venue twice, and uh, well, the first show was better. <laughs> what is that place called? It's called Stowe. It's a divey venue on Telegraph. Yeah, let me. Uh... Stu, Stu, the Stork. Stork Club, that's what it Stork was. Club. Stork Club, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great spot. I really, I really love before... I don't have my notes with me, so I don't... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Stork Club, yeah, I, I remember that. I mean, that. I think yeah. it's still around. I can't remember. I think it is. I think it did close down, and then somebody saved it. That's good. Yeah, so there's something with Bandcamp, they got these new terms, and it's not letting me play anything. <laughs> I tried everything. So okay. I'll have to um I'll have to play I'll have to figure this out. I said band camp terms of use effective March seventeenth, twenty twenty. Welcome. I've played so many band camp songs off of this before. Yeah. But I mean this new record I'm really excited for um to listen to and for everyone to listen to, but I'm really looking forward to your um farmers market this Sunday as well. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. You know, this this album was like a uh, two years in the making. You know, it took me a while to do it, and uh, it's just it just felt good to you know it, it's an interesting muscle to flex. You know, just uh, coming up with arrangements of other songs. I specifically picked Stevie Wonder songs that I could put a unique spin on, you know, where it's still recognizable as the original song, but, you know, I'm not being a tape recorder, you know what I mean? I'm just doing something a little different with the song. Yeah. Because I, I think that's a far better tribute, and Stevie was and is uh, the first of my musical heroes. So it, it felt good to sort of kind of pay it back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, are awesome. there are there any other tracks on Spotify you would want to play do you, you want to figure out this band camp thing and blast it before the um, battle? well there is another single from this particular album on uh, spotify and it's um give, give a little backstory it's called overjoyed now this one uh was originally an 80s ballad that stevie wonder wrote and i sort of just kind of an irish ballad kind of thing with it uh with guitar and then uh, my friend oliver levi played violins oh yeah Oliver, and, uh, yeah. and, and mike sweetman played a stand-up bass yeah, uh, Overjoyed is the other single from the album that's on there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to play that, and then um, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit more. And then, yeah, thanks for calling in. This has been fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Overjoyed. Rive up. And then the revolving door.
Ivo and the Revolving Door, Overjoyed, just came out with a record, a Stevie Wonder a tribute. We got Rivo on the line right now, and um, Rivo has a show this Sunday. What time do you go on? Uh, I'm playing at the Farmer's Market between uh, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. in the South Stage. Wow. That's a good time. That's a good time to get out there and yeah. get, a, get a dirty chai latte and listen to some Rivo. Got to give a shout out to uh, to Kevin North because, like I said, he, he uh, books all the shows with the Farmers Market and with Sunset Mercantile now, or, or has a big hand in it. And so, throughout the year, it's like I I haven't really had to ask for gigs. He just you know schedules me for all these dates, and then sometimes the last minute he'll call me like, Hey, Rivo, can you come do a date this Sunday? We had a couple people back out. Wow, you got his voice you know, down. Yeah. yeah, that was perfectly done. Wow. Well, hey, thanks for, so much for calling in, and um, I'll be yeah. sure to to share um, the Bandcamp and and get it out there on the, the Instagram, Muni Radio Instagram, and everywhere. Okay. Uh, shout out to the Hotel Utah. Uh, you know, y'all should come to the open mics on Monday nights. It's on Fourth uh, and Bryant, hosted by our good friend Brendan Goodfellow. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, man. Hey, well, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday, and, and happy holidays. If you're not doing anything tomorrow i know you know everyone works uh, feel free to come by the uh the tiki desk um show all right man take all care right. of yourself you too all right all right man thanks man okay. bye rivo and the revolving door wow that's great you know i feel like you know you meet someone at an open mic there's so much action there's so much stuff going on in an open mic and people are screaming over each other and it's cool that like have somebody call come into the station like you guys and just uh, be hanging out here. So anyone just listening, I got uh, Amy and Vadim here in the box. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been a, it's been a wildly fun ride. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to think here. So I know, you know, there's a lot of bands I was hanging out with a, uh, the drummer of this band, Gumby's Junk, uh, last night, and uh, it was his birthday, and so I was hanging out with him. 
And so I wanted to leave it up to because I got a couple tracks before uh, we get our next call in. Um, wanted to play a track, but I wanted to see what you felt like. And that is if you would like to hear um, Gumby's Junk or if you'd like to hear Moms with Bangs, both rocking bands. Moms with Bangs, huh? Okay, yeah, we're going to play some Moms with Bangs right now. This is a long track, so this is going to be this is one of my favorite tracks out there right now. This song is called Sapio Song.
We got a call in here. Jack. Hello. Jackson, how are you doing? This is the Candyman. Muni Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, it's uh it's the weekend basically at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's very much the weekend. It's it's the nice uh, kind of fall vibes where the the sun's going down a little quicker. I just watched uh just watched Yo Jimbo. You ever seen that movie? No, I, I haven't. Who's in that? It's from sixty one. It's uh it's there's a couple like when you watch it you'll see it's very like kind of influential. You'll see like a lot of people um kind of use direct influence from this movie. Super good, highly recommended. It's on HBO. Um but I just like watched it like I kinda of took a nap halfway through. But really good movie. <laughs> took a nap. Was awesome. Yeah, so um yeah. Stoked though, man. We got that show tomorrow too. It's gonna be yeah, That's very exciting. Yeah, I mean the, I'm really pumped about this show, so I got Amy and Vadim here in the box with me right now. And oh, cool. um yeah, so we we actually I wish I could say we I did very I did I Vadim had done most of it so we enclosed the whole back deck so basically you know we're gonna have you guys set up inside the people cool. are gonna be able to chill out on the deck the covered deck oh, and be cool. able to it's smoke awesome. and drink and be entertained oh and cool. and Santa Con um <laughs> yeah. Spirit. Oh, yeah, it, it speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, so I am. Yeah, I'm super pumped to 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 have you guys, and I know I seen yeah. you play at uh, Asientos. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that show. That was what time is so weird post pandemic. That what that was like only like maybe six weeks ago, and it feels like about eight months ago or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that was like our first show ever. Um, wow, I didn't yeah, realize it. Maybe our. Yeah, yeah, we've been playing for like about six months now. Um, but like Mike and I, the drummer in my band, Jackie and the Moons, cheap plug. Um, <laughs> he and I have been like making music starting like the pandemic and stuff, um, which is really cool. It was fantastic. It started out more kind of like Ableton songs and stuff. Um, Mike was is in a bunch of really really cool bands. He used to be in this band in San Francisco called Locus Pocus. Um, that was <laughs> super duper cool. Um, but yeah, so I eventually was like, hey, I got these songs on guitar. Um, and then sure enough, you know, here we are. Stoked though, man. Um, yeah, the rain is, it's nice. It'll be nice and like kind of intimate. We'll all be huddled together. It'll be nice. Hopefully there'll be like an oil drum with like fire that we can all like, you know, huddle together. <laughs> well, I don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, this is... So that was your first show ever. Wow. And so this yeah, is going to be one of your first shows then. Yeah, yeah, with, with Jackie and the Moons for sure. I played with, um, I had a band before that's called Jerry's Timeshare, and we played in the city for, I don't know, probably like three or four years and stuff. So, you know, it's nice. It, the thing that sucked was we, we like made an album, Jerry's made an album that's still on Spotify if you want to go listen to it, but um we had put out an album like during the pandemic and stuff. We were like, "Oh, I can't wait to can't wait to play all these songs." And then we like broke up like almost immediately afterwards. So I, I never got to play any of these songs. So it's just nice, man. Like you know, we're still kind of obviously like things are not completely back to normal and stuff. But it's just nice to kind of get back into the groove of things where there's just like actual shows pretty much every weekend instead of just being like, "Oh, like there's this person's house and like." They have a cap on 20 people and, like, you know, 
Yeah. My God, I was really missing live music there for a sec. There's this um, there's this local band that plays like you can see them. They busk a lot. They're called Sueños. Sueños, a, uh, jazz trio. Um, but like I, I remember this is like mid pandemic. They just straight up uh, started busking at Stern Grove at like the big stage or whatever. Um, and I, I, you know, they just had like a hat out and I gave them twenty dollars in their hat because I was just like, it was the first time I had seen live music in like 18 months or something like that and i didn't realize how much i'd sorely missed it it wasn't even you know they're they were fantastic but it wasn't even like any vocal or anything it was just you know bass keys and drums and i was like oh my god i forgot about this cathartic experience yeah i mean it's uh it's it's great i feel like there's got to be more busking in san francisco it's just you go to new york you go to oh yeah yeah nashville tennessee you go to austin oh, texas yeah. but here i feel like well, dude Oh yeah, I feel like you're automatically in the questionably house category when you're playing in the street in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, I remember um, <laughs> I was visiting, and this will actually kind of tie in with the band that I'm uh, could be playing for y'all, or you guys are gonna be playing that I sent you. Um, which is I uh, spent a few a couple years ago. I spent some time in Berlin, and dude, Berlin is like the ultimate busking city. It's so crazy because there's so many public parks. And stuff, but there's literally like musicians on almost not I don't say at every corner or something like that. But dude, there's I met a lot of people where that's just like how they make their income. It's not, and it's not like wow, good for you. They're just like no, I just go you know from this oh, park to this park to this park to this park and stuff. Um, yeah, there's not too much of the necessity. You can like, and if you do, you know, it's going to be the people who are like playing, you know, kind of the uh, the the hits or whatever. There's usually like. Mm-hmm. In SF, there's a lot of the guys who will just set up a drum set and will just play, like, to Billy Jean for, like, 45 minutes, you know? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a lot of just, like, guys doing covers or whatever. Like, my favorite busker from the Bay Area is probably, I don't know if he's still there, but, like, you ever, like, go to a Warriors game or, like, an A's game or anything, you take the BART back. When you take that walking bridge across the, the um, across to the BART station, there's this one guy who always plays the shittiest drum set ever like out of tune just everything's dead and everything it's fucking great though because he's been there you know pretty much since i've been up here um i don't know he's definitely my favorite busker (laughs) wow i haven't been to an a's game in a while dude they're very fun it's nice because uh you know to be fair i grew up in la so like going to giants games are just kind of weird for me (laughs) i don't know but so Going to Ace games are great because um, it's still like kind of cheapish. Um, it just it's like one of the classic old shitty baseball stadiums. Like that they man, call I, it the I, last I, dive bar, right? Yeah, the pretty stadium. Much. Yeah, that's, we went on four twenty. Yeah, it was awesome. Was we went on four twenty to a game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. You know, like um, I have a, a friend or two who like works in the organization and stuff. So they have this thing behind the plate. Highly recommended if you can uh, swing it. There's they call it like diamond level, and it's basically like the seats behind home plate. And uh, basically, it's just all you can eat and drink and stuff. And at first, I was like, oh, I can't do this much, like do this much. But my goodness, it's fantastic. You get like. Uh, just get like four margaritas and at this point, then it almost becomes a competition of like okay well i have to get my money's worth worth of food you know what i mean you're almost like timing like almost like pitching strategy of like okay 
I need to start with like two hot dogs that'll get me through. The lady won't come back for like a few more innings and stuff. You know, it's, 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 it's it kind of consumed my whole. Then I realized like, oh, a baseball game is going on too. Um, four margaritas no truly it's nice it was great um very silly though because you know so used to just being in the uh the bleachers where no one can hear you but like we were like three rows behind so when i yelled like like oh you're a bum he just like turned around like yes person 10 feet away (laughs) um yeah, definitely recommend going to an A's game before they leave because there's kind of mm-hmm. there's whispers amongst mm-hmm. the league that they're going to move to uh, move to Vegas, which would be really lame because uh, Oakland yeah. needs sports. I love I love Oakland. Yeah, yeah, gotta love Oakland. Great, Ooh, man, fucking A. Ooh, so J Dubs, are you playing tomorrow? Uh, to which band are you playing in? So I'm actually I I am. Um... So I'm going to be hosting it. I might potentially um, play uh, maybe uh, acoustic uh, song cool. to just kind of open us up and and break the ice. Nice, yeah. And then, um, yeah, these uh, so country risque. I don't have you ever have you ever heard of them before? No, I well, I did the deep kind of deep dive. I was looking into them a little bit because um, I saw they uh, shared some stuff on the Instagram and stuff, but I haven't looked too much into them. The Lamps, I was semi-familiar with. Mike played, when he was with Locust Pocus, he had played with the Lamps, I think, a couple of times. So, But yeah, what's up with Country Risque? Oh, so the, yeah, they, um, where did I meet Miles? So I met Miles, I met him at a rock show somewhere. Fuck, I can't remember where. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, oh, he's in a band, and I went and, um, I went and checked him out and I was like, man, this is pretty, this is like, you know, pretty enjoyable. I think, you know, nice. I was, you know, yeah, I guess cool. if you're in good company too, you know, I was dancing around. Yeah. And it was, it was oh yeah. I love, I love the people that you like legit meet at rock like shows, you know? Um, I remember like as a kid, you would re- like, I was like obsessed with the Pixies when I was like 15 and I always thought it was the coolest thing that, um, that black Francis and Joey Castillo, Oh, no, no, it wasn't that. Um, never mind. It was, um, oh, Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Scott Weiland and the main guitar player met at a Black Flag show. That was what it was. Um, the Pixies were just obsessed with Black Flag. Um, but, yeah, I always just thought that was like, so, so cool. And then I remember when I was, like, 16, I met this kid named Eric at a Them Crooked Vulture show in L.A., and we still <laughs> talk, like, to this day, um, just because it was the thing of we were both just, obsessed with josh homie when we were teenagers and we realized like oh we're the two nerdiest people because it was like it was like the show was like on a thursday we were both like 16 both of our parents somehow let us skip school so we were both there at like 11 a.m for like six o'clock doors or something um but yeah like i mean even that's how uh the guitar player in my in jackson the moon's Karos um and i met was uh, Mike was playing a solo show at Bottom of the Hill um, with Nate Goudreau. Oh, yeah, and then, Nate. Yeah, we just yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Nate's sick as fuck. Um, but yeah, so Mike was drumming with him, and then Mike had done session work on Karos's, like stuff at the complex with George and stuff. Um, yeah, I've seen that then, stuff, yeah. yeah. What did you say? Oh, yeah, with the complex. Yeah, I've seen, um, yeah, I mean, that they're doing something really cool there. 
Oh yeah, it looks very fun. I've actually still have never been to the complex. It was um, during the pandemic with my old band. I one of my guitar players was. Um, I feel like everyone was doing shows at Complex for that second, and then um, we were doing them at uh, Hyde Street because the guitar player in my old band was an engineer there for a sec. Um, it looks super cool. They got like a '50s uh, not guitar. They have a '50s like Chevy Bel Air yeah. like in the yeah. studio and stuff. Looks like a whole kind of vibe, you know. I mean, that's one thing that's great about SF is there's like a bunch of lit, a, like little kind of things like this. There's, I mean, obviously like there's Mutiny, um, there's BFF. Like, did you ever go to the like BFF offices that like looks like a like a treehouse? Yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, Area, right? yeah, love that shit. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty cool. cool. Or like, uh, you know, you know. It's almost the same vein. They're a band, not exactly a collective, but uh, you ever see the Phenomenons, the local band? I have not, no. Oh, so the Phenomenons, I don't know if they're still playing, but one sec. The Phenomenons uh, were basically like this kind of psychobilly band. They had like a hit in like the year 2000. Called The song was called The Year 2000. But so basically they were kind of like rockabilly Devo or whatever. And the whole thing was, like, they lived together in this warehouse in, like, West Oakland or something called, like, the Command Center. And they would play at, like, Slims, and they would come in, like, this, like, 50s tour bus that was, like, made to look like a spaceship and stuff. And, uh, you know, big bands. They had this one guy who, like, was, like, dressed like a robot, had, like, an antenna that, like, and the antenna was, like, a theremin. Um, It was pretty cool. They were a really, really cool band. Um, I haven't seen any posters for them in a while. Um, but they're just one of those, like, kind of, you know, there's, like, local bands like that where you just see them on, like, every poster forever, but, you know, you never actually see them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're... You I... know, like, uh, I feel like I've seen the name Rufus Del Sol on festival posters for 15 years. I couldn't tell you a single note from any of their songs, but, you know, aware of the name. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some bands out there like that. That was great. Lots of good music going on in the city. Lots of good music. There's definitely a good thing happening for sure. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I'm 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 stoked to to you know for you guys to you know come over and come and play. And yeah, man. Oh, it's gonna be sick. I'm so stoked. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Um, so I I do have this track I figured um from your friend that we'd play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. J Dubs for the listeners was asking me to send some of our stuff. We don't have any recorded material yet, unfortunately. <laughs> um, my band Jacking the Moons, if you don't know already, but Jack yeah, the we're Moons. playing tomorrow at this show. Um, but so yeah, I brought. So this is an artist called Elsdeer. Uh, this goes back to basically my friend. Her name is Denise. She lives in Berlin. Um, Denise is like legitimately probably like the most talented musician I know. Um, when we met, she was dating a bandmate of mine, and they had, like, a gypsy swing thing going, and she she plays, like, violin, guitar, piano, sings. She can do fucking everything. It's, she's just nuts. She's so fucking good. And it was one of those things, Alita, are you going to play uh, Blue, or are you going to play the, the uh, other one? Yeah, I could play either or. I got both, I got both of them up here. Well. We'll, we'll play Blue first. Blue's a good one. Um, and then the other one, I think it's called Mimic Cry, which is her newest single. But basically, Denise is like this super good, uh, like almost like she's a session person in Berlin. And so it's, it's almost, I almost compared it to like Toto. Where like the oh, members wow. of Toto were all like session musicians before 
they made Toto, they were like, fuck this, let's just like make our own songs and stuff. Um, and so Denise was just like, I'm going to make a record. And so just, it really feels like pretty much the entire Berlin community was like, here you go. Here's just like all of our heart and soul and stuff. So yeah, play, play the song. The song's called Blue. Blue. It's super, super good. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's on her way, man. She's This is fucking great. I can't speak more highly about this. Very exciting. Yeah, so we got um, yeah. Denise. She's going by Elsdeer. Elsdeer, yes, Elsdeer. indeed. There it is. Yeah, you can follow her that on uh, Instagram, E-L-S-D-E-R. You can also follow Jackie and the Moons at Jackie and the Moons uh, on Instagram. I think that's the only thing we have right now. So. That is the only Jackie <laughs> yeah. and the Moons. There's no other Jackie yeah. and the Moons. I know it's great. You gotta okay. you gotta go with the name that's gonna, uh, you know. We were originally gonna call ourselves Snack, but then right, like we were gonna <laughs> do that. And I saw there are two different bands in the Bay Area that have. There's one band called Sad Snack, and there's another band oh, that has snack. like blank snack. So uh, we dodged the bullet of being the third snack band. You know, the, there's the definitely Bay Area, so, there's, you know, there's definitely some <laughs> space rock orbiting around the the bay area and the name oh, yeah. the name jackie and the the moons i mean the moon is in space right that indeed be... indeed it's more actually a play on the fact we all love basketball and like so have you ever seen the movie semi-pro no i haven't who's in that one oh Will yeah Ferrell? so it's, it's it's one of the le- lesser it's, I'm not going to say it's like, oh my god, it's the funniest movie ever, but it, it has its moments. It's a silly basketball movie, but in the movie, Will Ferrell's name is Jackie Moon. Um, so oh, got it. it. Oh, like that's so funny. Name. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, my name is Jack, and then we were like just trying to figure out. We were going to be Snack, and then we were like, ah, I don't know, and then my, I think it was Mike who was just like, oh, Jack and the Moons. We are just like, perfect. Okay, moving on. Um that's so but funny. Like, that kind of reminds me. There's definitely some other some other bands. And um, have you heard of Alvy and the Breakfast Pigs? Yes, yes. Uh, I think I might have played a show with them before. You know what's funny is their sticker. You know how I know them is uh, my old band Jerry's Timeshare has a. I don't know if it's still there, but we had a sticker at bottom of the hill, and our sticker was next to Alvy and the Breakfast Pigs. I remember, I'll always remember that. <laughs> well, you know what? So they actually that that sticker is just so like in your face. I just can't. So there was a point yeah. over the pandemic with the gas prices. They had put uh, Alvy yeah. and the Breakfast Pigs sticker on the gas pump, and there was somebody. There was a news reporter by the gas pump reporting the hike and the gas prices, and that Alvy mm. and the Breakfast Pigs sticker got a good Man. like fifteen twenty seconds. There, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I saw it. I was in tears, laughing. Oh, but that's I, funny. Have you seen? Have you seen? There's some band around. I think they're called like the Smile Band or something. I huh. used to. This is gonna sound weird, but like I last year, like right after the pandemic, I was working for a dog daycare randomly, <laughs> like doing an odd job. And so my job was to drive these dogs home like 3 p.m. or whatever, but so I would just drive around the city for, you know, basically two hours every day. And I would see, like, just these bed sheets that had, like, spray paint. I think they were called the Smile Band or something. I can't remember what the, the name was. was oh, the Happies? Like, the Happies. It was the Happies. The right. Happies. Yeah. It was the Happies. Yeah, I, that was the one that I kept seeing. It was just, like, bed Me sheets too. that had been graffitied. And I was like, 
honestly, I can I can respect the just like fuck it, let's just do it, let's just put them up. Uh, doesn't have to be amazing. We don't have to have an art degree. Let's go. You gotta love it. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. But you know, you you know, in transporting dogs, that sounds like like dumb and dumber on steroids that sounds like, like my dream job like, so you're going around and you're dropping yeah. off dogs getting oh ready God. you know getting ready to go to band practice afterward oh yeah more or less yeah it was fun it was it was a, it was a decent job for a sec after a while it was, it was almost like depressing because it would be the, you know the only people who can afford like dog daycare are like insanely oh, wealthy people so yeah. after a while you go into enough like insanely wealthy people's homes but you're just like, Jesus Christ. You know, it's almost like a, it's a bit disheartening. But the dogs were great because, yeah, it's pretty much I would uh, – oh, you know what I would do? Sorry, we're, we're going to – but it's also independent radio, so we're going to plug it here. Uh, but I would listen to uh, KPOO San Francisco. That's right. They're like, under Visit Arrow. Yeah. Oh, my God. KPOO, like, I think say, truly saved me for another two months after that job because they, like – they they just have such silly programming and stuff. And there was a couple of interviews there. There was one, they had this like 50 show. And I'll always remember like having this rough day. And then this, this guy who has like this doo-wop show was interviewing a doo-wop star from like the fifties. But this guy was like, old, like he was really, really old and just like not helping in the interview at all. Like this guy's trying to be like lively and be like, so, like, you know, this guy produced your album, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the guy would just go, I, I bet you looked that up on your sales phone. <laughs> and then that's, like, all he Classic. would say. <laughs> like, this interview went for, like, 25 minutes and stuff. Oh, my. It was truly, like, the funniest thing I think I've ever heard on, like, a broadcast, uh, on a broadcast radio. It was so funny. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of just kind of making fun of Working at the daycare was great because it was just me playing with dogs. I had, you know, I would have like two coworkers and then we're watching over 30 dogs. So, you know, can't really complain when you're just, uh, when you got a dachshund in your lap and, you know, Aww. play a vegetable and retriever. <laughs> that's, that's cute. That one yeah. time, oh, successfully, one time we successfully made it a, um, uh, a bulldog and a shih tzu. We nice. called it a bullshit. There you go. Nice. We called it a bullshit. I, uh, I remember as a kid, there was a, my mom, my mom worked at a preschool when I was growing up. There was this little girl. I remember she was like three or four. And she said, it was very more along the lines. She goes, uh, so my parents got a dog and it's half Shih Tzu and it's half Poodle. It's a shit poo. And I remember, like, it's all the parents just kind of being like, I don't think it's all that. I, I, well, it's, I don't know. That We can find a better name. That's great. <laughs> but there was. That was fantastic. Dogs are great. Kinda dogs like are great. That. Who doesn't like dogs? Yeah. Wasn't that a rom-com name? Must Love Dogs. One of those Tom Hanks movies, I think. That's in most dating profiles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that truly is a red flag if someone <laughs> yeah, says they don't you like I'm dogs. I'm glad you yeah. said it. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Must love dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I see Who the knows? gaslighting already happening before I even talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. I'm trying to get a dog soon. Want, 
me and my uh, I live with my girlfriend now. We're trying to get like a little dachshund. Well, just a little little wiry haired guy. You thinking about adopting, or you think about right as a little pup? Probably. I feel like adopting. Hope like in my heart of hearts. Hopefully, it's just like you know you look at like the ASPCA or whatever, and there's just like a dog waiting for you. I feel like I would kind of feel bad, like doing the kind of just getting a pup. Or, I don't know, you know, if it was, like, a yeah. good situation. But, like, a lot of times that, like, you know, I remember, like, when we were, as a kid, we were trying to get a dog when I was, like, 11 or something like that. This is when I was, like, living in L.A. And I remember, like, you know, you have to drive out to, like, fucking San Bernardino or something like that to go to this, like, more or less, like, insane woman's house. And she has, like, you know, 14 corgis just running around her, uh, her house and stuff. So, you know. Dog breeders, you know. I'm sorry if anyone's a dog breeder. I, um, it's a, it's a it, they give off a sketchy vibe. I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Much. I remember I remember getting yelled at by a because at a dog breeder one of these times we went out like uh, <laughs> I, once again I was like 11 and. Uh, we were looking at, we were thinking about getting a corgi. We didn't end up getting a corgi, but we went to this lady's house where, like, she had a bunch of them. And I picked up a puppy. Mind you, I'm 11. I just picked up a corgi, and this lady proceeded to, like, scream at me for, like, like 20 minutes about, like, you know, the proper way to hold the dog and, like, you know, walks me through this whole thing. And then at the end, we're like, okay, so what's the next steps? And there, she was like... I don't trust my dogs with your children. So it's just like, cool. Once uh, again, I'm 11. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Very silly. Shame on you. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I think my dad is listening because he just uh, texted me, dogs are great. Oh, <laughs> hey, dad. dad. Oh, that's so nice. That's pretty oh, yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. My dad loves, because uh, I used to do college radio at a SF State stuff. So, oh, that's close. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was, uh, we, we had a show called The Everything Bangle. It was very cute. Uh, it was me and my buddy Alan and Cruz and, you know, just bullshit and play music and stuff. You know, radio. <laughs> Did you, call, um, you said it was The Everything Bagel? Yeah, The Everything Bagel. It was great. Wow, that's a great name. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was very fun. Um, yeah, KSFS is a fun little, it's a fun little program. Um, except, you know, it was pr- it was really nice because it's, it's that thing where it's kind of an upper uh, classman class and stuff. And then there's also just people who just randomly aren't even in the major and just like, I want to do a radio class. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, most people, it's like this where it's like the only people who are listening are your parents and stuff. So then, like, <laughs> you'll get a text being like, <laughs> like, don't say that about your sister. She can't defend herself when she's not on air. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is not. Yeah, my dad's not from New Jersey or anything. He doesn't actually talk like that, but, you know. <laughs> it sounded perfect for the time. <laughs> That's like a L.A. Exactly. accent, yeah. Um, so I wanted to play this track from uh, from Denise yeah. and Elsdeer. Yeah. Or, yeah, so this is a Berlin artist here. That's a busking town. This song is called oh, yeah. Blue. Blue, floating, yeah. floating through the Muni radio airwaves. Be back with you.
That is Elle's Deer. We got Jackie Jackson from Jackie and the Moons on the line. And uh, getting geared up for the comedy battle here after the show. Want to tune in? We got Pam Tastic hosting a uh, comedy open mic. And um, we got you guys coming over to play tomorrow at Tiki Desk. Yeah. That's going to be sweet. So, a Tiki Desk, I've never played a Tiki Desk. A lot of voices. Gonna be it. It's gonna be it. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's funny because I've done these and I'll do it every other month. Well, I'll have an open mic and then I'll have a show, and then I'll have an open mic and then I'll have a show. But I think you know, doing it during like the daytime, like we are tomorrow, it leaves a little bit more time. So if there's some people there that you know had a couple of apple ciders that want to get up on, you know, hot apple ciders that want to get up and sing a song after the show, I'm not going to stop them. Unless, yeah, no, no, nice. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I haven't, like, actively participated in a very long time. I worked as a bartender for so long. So it's horrifying. Much of, like, you know, all right, you are, yeah, exactly, the exact opposite. Oh, this is a fun time. <laughs> That's right. And it'd be the thing of you would try and right next to Cobbs, there's this place called Mike Tacos, which is my favorite shitty bar in the world. It's amazing. And so, but like very much after the show, you know, if you've done two shows on like a Saturday or something like that, you just want to kind of quietly go drink and maybe smoke some weed on the patio with your coworkers. (laughs) So when there's like, and just inject like 50 drunk Santas, it's like, Oh, man. <laughs> but being on the other side of the coin, it's going to be a fucking blast. It's a, it's 
nice yeah, it's cool that it. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be. There's not gonna be a bunch of people trying to scream over the top of people trying to get. That was the one no. thing going to SantaCon. I remember it's just like this is like exactly what you said. It's just, I just want to have a drink. You know, I don't want to have to yeah. scream over people. And, well, and that's the nice thing I think about the show too is that we're doing it early enough in the day. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be getting these people who have been drinking for 11 hours. And if they had been drinking for 11 hours, that's very concerning. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. I used to live next to a 6 a.m. bar. I was hanging out with this yeah. girl. She brought me there. I should have saw the red flags from the beginning. <laughs> Getting a, a drink at 6 a.m. really, you know, like, I don't know. People do what they do, and I think everyone has a certain level of a drinking problem. But unless you're a nurse that's getting off yeah. work at some, like, night shift... Yeah. That's a pretty big, that's pretty, that's a pretty good sign that somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I just never got it. I remember my, my dad a couple uh, years ago um, called me and was like, hey, I'm thinking of coming up to run Beta Breakers. Like, and I was like, what? He's like, you know, I think I'll just run it. And I was like, that's not like, that's not what, it's not an actual race. Like, that's not. Just people doing exactly that, which is just that like kind of frat life thing of surely I like I don't want anything like ingested like before like ten AM for me personally, you know? Like I never got it in like movies, you know, when like it'll be like, Here, darling, I made you breakfast in bed and it's like someone just woke up from like a cold sleep and is just like, Cool, I'm gonna eat bacon and eggs immediately. I don't know. Just my body's never operated like that. Um I don't know how I got on that, but um, I'm excited for tomorrow, man. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, we're we're Actually, looking forward we're to for we're looking forward to uh, hosting you guys and uh, yeah. Are yeah. you dressing up? I am, uh, but not what you think. Um, but yeah, I think I think what you think, but maybe a little twist. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because Santa Con, right? Yeah, well, I'm gonna see if I can like. I want to be Santa. There will be Santa elements, uh, but also too, it will be raining tomorrow. So, like, I'm just trying to think about what will uh, what will be okay, just in case, you know. Yeah, doubling up. Great man. Hey, well, yeah. thanks for calling in. I was gonna play this uh, Dude, yeah. this Mimi crying uh, yeah. for Els Deer, and then yeah, we're winding down the show, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be tagging the heck out of you guys. Oh my god, I knew her before she was famous. Yeah, it sounds great. Okay, right on y'all. Cool. Well you have a lovely Friday evening and we'll see you tomorrow. Cool, see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Deer. Closing it out with that, a little bit of Gumby's junk. Close out the show. And we'll see you to, yeah, stay tuned for the uh, comedy open mic and the Tiki Desk in Alas Cafe tomorrow.
You've been listening to JW Megawig Show. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio.
Radio.fm. This is the Found Round Sound Show, in which we're featuring the music from the films of John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.
the pitch. And it comes in wide. And the count now is one and one to Jackie Robinson. Billy Martin. Panic. That's another manic depressing. Adolescent stares at death. Now what's left when there ain't no God and a whole lot of pride? It might be a homicide. So let the drama slide. We don't want no problems, big. Get your name in the obituary column, shit. Cause life is too short and it just gets shorter. I wish I had a quarter for all my people they slaughter. Last year alone in the dead zone. Walk straight, but don't walk late. Cause I'm coming with a hate only made from what it made me. Cause nobody ever played me. Now it's only getting worse. Buckshot and ace in the land of the waste. Kicking you in your face. We be doing it up Brooklyn style. What does it take to get you out? My mentality is getting iller, killer. Instinct is trying to infiltrate, but wait. I know you want to enter, but I can't let you in. My mind stays the maddest. I'm gone with the wind. Because it is survival of the fittest. When the shit hits the fan, I got my shank in my hand. Black man with the permanent tan. I come from the villa, never ran. Damn, I'm feeling another part of reality. Hit me when I represent the FAP. Straight from the build till then play the building. I mean literally when I say I make a killing. For my cipher, see I'm feeling the bust the pipe. Original heads represent the Brooklyn all night. Do or die, I'm saying this, you or not. Bring your click so we can get stoned like family slide. Need to see I in the bush. Mighty Mateen rocking the rock, giving the push. <laughs> And now we do it like this. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. Go inside your mind and find a time that you miss. And just think about the steel in your fist. It's just an extension of your arm. It's that ghetto type of charm that makes all the homeboys swarm. Can I drop the bomb? Oh, yes, I can. Move with the groove, smooth like Gigi Dan. Who is the man? That kid there. Who is the chick with the pick in her hair? Angela or uh, Davis, and we roll like Avis. Rent a car, kid, there you are. You know where to find me whenever you need me. If you know the app, follow the path to the land of the aftermath. But don't frolic in the mix, crazy-ass Brooklyn kids. Cause they always throwing a body on my lawn. I'm getting a rock, voila, without a collar. Get off my block, boy, and give me a dollar for the trouble. Or get blown up like a bubble. Now let's take a sec to think back. Of the 7 0, but Brooklyn was the place to go. Flow on the journey up the crown heights. Ebbets feel, feel the real, the real on your life. Strike individuals live in the PJs. DE will check my DJ. Hey, play what I wanna play in the day. But in the night, I feel the right. Took the left, Bucktown, Brooklyn, break it down. Head from state to state, travel as I unravel the rate. How it tap Scott and Sutter. I remember way back in the days playing hot piece of butter. Brother, if you want another lesson, Session, take it back, blacksmith and Wesson. Press your luck, you get stuck by buck, throw your box. Master Ace has the taste for ducks and duck sauce. So tell Lord Digger, dig a grave for the bones, sticks and stones. While I kick some ancient homes through your domes, act went back to attack your home. So Tim, can I flip? Yes, you can. I'm in the world war with Muhammad, my man. Feels so good to be a Crooklyn Dodger. <laughs> What's happening to rerun and Roger? I think I seen him wearing Timberlands and running down the block from Dwayne, and Dwayne had a clock. Cause he be selling rock for the Partridge family, and Ruben Kincaid drops a 300 E, and he be pimping Chrissy from Three's Company. Plus, he stuck Mr. T for all his jewelry. This is a 70s thing from the days when kids didn't act so crazy. 